diary. It is October 19th, 2023, and I wrote today. Hello all, I am officially back, and this is the first episode of my um, new old podcast. Um, This used to be called Write What You Want to Read, Draw What You Want to See, but now I'm going to call it Dear Diary, I Wrote Today. So today marks the first full new episode of my new old podcast, and I'm so glad to have all of you here today. So, let's get started. So this marks the first official day of me back writing. That's right! Um, If y'all didn't know, um, in my previous podcast, the reason why my um, podcast ended, I stopped on social media, was because I hit the biggest creative drought of my entire life. I couldn't even do digital art, and I did that for fun like every day. So um, it was one of those where it was really hard on me. I really couldn't do anything creative, but I'm officially back. I officially got my spark back and I am totally ready to do this. So what this series is going to be about is this is going to be about my newest writing adventure specifically. Um, I don't know for how long this is going to run for. Um, I'm hoping for the rest of time because I really want to make writing my career. But we'll see. We'll see where life takes me. Um, At the very least, this is going to see me through um, my first ever book. That's right. I am going to actually make and publish a book. Now, if you don't know, I've actually attempted to do this kind of thing before with my first ever novel idea. I went into it intending for it to be a series. I was going to get it edited, published, the whole spiel. But sadly, it all fell through and, um, you know, it didn't work out. But I am back again and I am doing it for real this time. And part of the reason why I reinvigorated this new old podcast slash made this podcast because it's new old was so that I can have a form of accountability. Basically, what that means is that um, for however many times I publish a week, whether it be once, twice, or every day, um, you guys are going to be here to make sure that I do make that post. Now, I know it's a little bit tricky right now to help me stay accountable because I don't know how many posts I'm going to be making. Um... I definitely have a little bit of a busy schedule right now um, with work and things like that, but I am going to be transitioning to doing um, other things instead of the work that I currently do, which is a, uh, a little bit more fixed and offers um, a little less um, flexibility of free time, which makes it a little bit harder for me to make these podcasts and to do my normal writing when inspired. But by the end of this October month, I will be out of that job, so then I should be able to do this every day. But for right now, it's most likely, um, most likely I won't be able to get up Friday and Saturday posts, um, but we'll see. I might be able to still squeeze it in and things like that. But... Yeah, so with all of that out of the way, today on this podcast, the actual meat here, is about beginning a story. Now, 
most of the time when a lot of writers, especially established writers who have been doing this for a while, start a story, they usually start um, knowing the full plot line, knowing every um, a lot of things about their characters. Not everything, but a lot of things about their characters. You know, they've made character sheets, things like that. They already have all of these ideas going. Now, I already have a lot of ideas going as well. But the thing is, is my writer, um, my little writer quirk is that I can come up with characters and certain scenes slash situations for characters to be in very easily, but I don't necessarily find it easy to create an entire plotline slash outline for them to go through um, together and to connect those fluffy little scenes with. So, um, what makes this, uh, what makes beginnings very hard for me is because they are the setup, the establishment, everything else. You see, I already know my creative world. I already know the outer elements of the story, and I know the inner elements of the story. But expressing, um, some of these, because you don't always want to give up all of your secrets are all, uh, uh, right away in writing. But even just expressing some of these can be a little tricky. So today when I was writing, um, I found myself toying with a few different openings for my book. Now, what I do have guaranteed is a single line, which I absolutely find hilarious. Which is, um, I'm going to read it out to you right now. Wilforth was a pot of boiling water personified in the sense that he'd been left boiling for roughly 36 years, and that is now just a steamy and melted metal mess on the stove. End quote. And I find that absolutely hilarious. Part of why I am absolutely determined to keep this line. Even if it's not the opening line to this book, which I have a feeling it still will be in the future, um, even if it's not the opening line, I totally want to keep this. Because I, this is, I find that funny. I find that a hilarious little metaphor that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, yet makes sense. You know, it's one of those types of metaphors. But yeah, I've had luck with that so far. Um, but the rest of it is a little tricky. And part of it is, I think, because uh, Wilforth, the character that I just mentioned, um, he's kind of the main character of the story. Um, he's really one of the main characters. He's just the first one you get introduced to to help establish everything else. You know, you know how in certain stories they focus on other people in the beginning just to establish things. Like, for example, um, in this lovely Halloween season, we have the Scream movies. And I remember in the very first one, we focus on a completely different character than our main protagonist, who lives in the same neighborhood, who ends up getting murdered. But it helps us establish the, um, the scream killer's um, tactics, mode, uh, not motives, um, mainly just tactics, skills, and um, how determined they are in order to get their victims. So, um, I know that's a bit of a, uh, a gruesome example, but like I said, it is the spooky month, so I'm going with that. And I love a lot of horror stuff. But, 
anyways, so, yeah, I just, there are reasons why writers may pick somebody other than the main protagonist to start the story. I also remember reading in, um, I believe it's Sarah J. Mass's um, Throne of Glass. I had some sort of a special version or edition or something like that. And included at the very end of the book was actually what was supposed to be the prologue for the book, which showed the um, which showed instead the perspective of, of the prince and the uh, and the main guard man. I forget what his name is. It's been a while since I've actually read the books, um, although I only ever read um, the first one and part of the second one. But anyways. So, yeah, we actually could have gotten a completely different opening from that book if the author had decided um, to do so. But it also is a case-by-case -case basis as well, because I feel like when it comes to that case, um, I feel like it would have changed the story a bit because we would have had more insight into why they picked, um, her name is Selena, Selena Sardothian. We would have had more insight into why they had picked Selena back out of the mines and used them for the, spoiler warning, um, assassin competition thing in the book. So, it's one of those things where I feel like in both scenarios, um, you know, it really could have gone either way, and it would have changed the story at least a little bit. Um, when it comes to Scream, I think they did, um, I think they did it exactly right. Um, uh, a little confusing if you, for, if you're first getting into the horror genre, the proper horror movie genre like I was, but you get it shortly after. And then, um, when it comes to Throne of Glass, I also think uh, the right decision was made because, like I said, having included that moment in us, the reader wouldn't have had as um, wouldn't have had that beginning mystery that Selena had. We uh, would have already known the answer. And there are some moments in books and movies and TV shows and stuff like that where um, I definitely feel like keeping that beginning mystery a mystery to everyone. And by that, I mean a mystery to the main character and the reader. Um, if it's a first-person perspective book, um, I, think that, I think that works very well. Because it makes us feel like we're going on an adventure with them. So, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's pretty cool. But anyway, so back to what I was saying. My whole entire point was that beginnings... Um, can be so different for so many different reasons, whether you start from a different perspective, um, whether you go through multiple perspectives, whether you focus on the background or the foreground being what's currently happening, or maybe somewhere in the middle. Your story, and especially its beginning, can change um, so drastically if you change the beginning. You know, your overall story um, can really change. And I've heard from a lot of writers out there, and even people who do movies and TV shows. For movies and TV shows, it's like the first 10, maybe 15 minutes. That's when you really have to hook somebody in. 
And then for um, books, it's like the very first sentence that they read has to hook them in. That's why um, books will have such interesting first sentences and things like that. And why I'm working so hard to make sure my first sentence is interesting. You know that little snippet I read you earlier? The main reason why I would like to keep it in as the very first sentence is because I feel like it really catches you. Like I said, the absurdity of the metaphor and how, uh, on one hand, it doesn't make any sense, but on the other hand, it makes perfect sense if you really think about it. And, um... It's one of those where I think it would really captivate somebody into reading on um, to see how this metaphor actually um, entangles into the story, you know? You know, because the, st uh, the steamy, mel mel melted metal mess could be a few different things. It could be that they're just a mess, they could be crazy, they could be angry... They could be a frustrated person, things like that. A lot of things can happen because of burnout. And um, if you didn't know that that sentence was meant to be about burnout, please let me know because that's what that sentence is trying to convey is that this is that Will Forth is burnt out. So, um, yeah, please. Um, I think there's a way to ask a question on this platform. Um, I'm gonna try and remember to make the question, um, did you get burnout from the snippet sentence? So, or something like that. But, yeah. So, anyways, I think now would be a good um, wrap-up point for me, just because I feel like I've said everything that I need to say, and podcasts don't have to go on for hours and hours. I know a lot of the big ones out there do. I just feel like if I go on for that long, it, I'm, I'm going to become boring or start saying the same thing over and over again. I probably already did that because that's just a part of my natural speech pattern. But um, I hope I didn't do it too much for you guys. I hope, I hope this still turned out good because I, I feel like I did good. I feel like this is a good first episode back. So, anyways, I hope you all enjoyed. Um, I'm gonna try and see if I can do one of these tomorrow. Because um, tomorrow's Friday. I kind of picked an inconvenient time to start this. But what time better than the present, if you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can swing this tomorrow. Um, so... Yeah, so I obviously y'all will know if I post something if something's posted. So yeah, thank you all for joining me. For those who have been here before, for those who are joining for the first time, thank you all for being here, and I will see you all in the next one.